Yes, welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters? Right there enjoying a quintessential three-dog day. It's the one, the only, Eric Zane. Hello there, Christian. How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm Christian Blatt. And uh, Eric, I want to let people know that before this show is over, before today's episode is over, you'll know where both Eric and I stand on MILFs, shooting broads who tell you they're pregnant, and most controversial rock and roll avatars that look like cartoons. But first, I think we need to explain the way the show works. Uh, we love Super Chats. We will read them. We'll interrupt anything we're doing in order to read them. Right, Eric? Um, we, you know, within reason. I mean, if okay, we're, within reason. That's on, on the rare moment that we're on a roll. Okay, like with jokes or something or momentum, then no. But as soon as we get that lull, then yeah, that super that super chat is going up. Uh, if it um, if whatever the amount is, because the goal is that you write down something ridiculous that Christian has to say to end the show. So exactly. whatever it may be, that's his sign off. So whoever has the highest amount that throws it up there in the super chat, that and then creatively write something for Christian to say. That's how we end the show. We've uh, had some very interesting things for me to say at the end. And uh, you can tell when your friends and family aren't watching your show, when you're talking about how perhaps let's just say some figures, multiple figures in German history are maybe not that bad. And no one says, I can't believe you said that. Right, so then right. I'm like, all right, so you're not watching the show. Okay. Exactly. That's all right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I have uh, put up a chat from Principled Uncertainty because that's another thing for, to let people know that uh, we will put up free chats occasionally on this show. And uh, Principled Uncertainty says, I needed the I need the laugh today. I came here anyway. So, uh, All right, that's enough of it. his uh, free ride there. Let's get oh. to somebody who's actually paying some cheddar. That's right. Uh, love it. Mongo, two bucks. Is Eric Zane great hair? Even greater guy. I know. I, Thank you. I I. I put on my glasses because I was looking at that super chat and I'm like, it's a good chat. It might be a great chat. And then I put on my glasses. It was just a good chat. I thought uh, it was an even greater gay, but uh, I guess uh, you, you exude heterosexuality. Eric Absolutely. And, uh, and even a little homosexuality too. But I, I also need to point out, like you talked about, if you make us laugh or say something that's truly funny, it's going right up there. You're going to have to do right. a lot more than just the, the crazy uh, I hate you insults. I mean, I love insults if they're good. But if you just say this show sucks, you're going to have to work harder than that. You're better than that, frankly. You know? Yeah. See, uh, oh, that's a that's a $2 from Funeral Director. I'm going to let you read all that. <laughs> so much I don't know what half of that means. It just means it's just so, hashtag Phil Elephant. So hashtag... F Phil Elephant, which I believe is uh, Phil Elmore, who uh, I, I have no beef with. Uh, in fact, uh, I, I might uh, ask Phil about, uh, about uh, doing a special something uh, in the near future. Uh, F Joey C, and then in parentheses is the C word. Uh, you got to give me more than $2. You want me to say the C world, C, C world or C word. Um, my, uh, you know, here, here's the thing. So my daughter's homesick from school today. She's downstairs. Okay. So uh, 
I'm I'm going to put a price tag on which swear words I'll use for which dollar amount. If you want okay. me to use the c word, you have to use it, spend at least five dollars. I think how that's much fair. would it cost for you to live stream? Walk. How old's a kid? She's six. Okay. What would it take for you to go up to her face and call her the c word? <laughs> Uh, I think we're talking uh, David Chandler, nice money. Uh, okay, $1,000, Christian will go yep, up to a six-year-old absolutely. and call her something. <laughs> yep, I'll give her $200, uh, uh, you know, and, and keep, well, you know, I got to split it with you, but I'll still give her $200. Oh, you know, no, you can have it. my share. You can have my share. <laughs> that's that's so, how I, I'm the gift that keeps giving. No, you know what? I would never want you to do that, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't let you do that. Okay, that's good. I appreciate. I would feel that. too badly. I would feel too bad. She's so little; she's never heard that word before. No. So, no. okay. <laughs> uh, thank you to funeral director. Right. right Say C and F words angrily in the reword. In the reword. Okay. Well, yeah. If if the one four three. Thank you. One four three to you too, funeral director. Look, if that becomes my sign off and twenty dollars. You, you're be- definitely setting the bar high. We will read other super chats. We will read other regular chats. But I think that what's most important that we do, Eric, is I, I think we need to uh, head over to the world of local news. Others imitate it. We appreciate it. So as they say in the news business, if it bleeds, it leads. And I was uh, really trying to come up with something that rhymes with booms. And all I came up with is if it booms, it looms. And you don't have to tell me that sucks. I get it. That was all I got. Uh, But I I think. Go ahead, Eric. I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it. I think that was fine. Oh, okay. Looms means it hangs around. We're going to talk. This is what's been. Hey, it's been this, hanging over me since I saw this yesterday afternoon. Uh, this, we had a we had a, we had a very we had a very different run order for the clips today, right? And uh, then I saw a little something that happened uh, over in uh, Arlington, Virginia. Now, do you know this story, Eric? Do you know what happened yesterday in Arlington, Virginia? Well, because it booms, it looms. It led the Today Show today, yeah. Christian Black. <laughs> It sure did. So uh, we uh, we are definitely just going to first show the video and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, once everybody gets to see it. And uh, I suspect we will play this more than once. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm so happy. Let's, let's listen to the guy who filmed it and his buddy. Didn't hear that on the Today Show, did you, Eric? Fuck it. It happens every... That's like every night in Compton. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I I loved Hamilton Berger, who wrote, If there's a blast, we podcast. Oh, beautiful. I love that, Hamilton Berger. See, you got up there for free. That's... Just just come up with the good ones, like Hamilton Berger. Wait a minute. That's not too key, is it? No, Deng Lizard throws five euros and says, so Christian, you're part of the See You Next Tuesday network, but you won't mention the C word. I think he wants to say word there. 
Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm I'm just uh, basically trying to get more money today. You yeah, know, look, today's the day where I'm not going to use the c word as often as I would usually. Right. Usually, that's how Eric and I greet each other. Exactly. Uh, hey, cunt. But, hey, cunt. You know. It's, exactly. But yeah, uh, it's like we're we're like British football players. Uh, let's uh let's see that boom one more time and uh, maybe zoom in on it a little. Let's see what's happening. Oh my gosh, how great is that? Wow. <laughs> you know, and it um. No one really cares how it how it started. I guess some crazy guy was doing shit with a flare gun, yeah. and well, he was he was shooting off a flare gun earlier in the day, and uh, the, the first news clips I were looking for were the flare guns, and I'm like, no, 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 that's that's I'm sorry, I'm not interested in that. Where's where's the big boom? And uh, yeah, they he uh, did not want to be served a, uh, a, a I guess a warrant, and uh, then. I guess there were a series of uh, of flare guns. And according to somebody we're going to hear from in a moment, uh, he was shooting off the, the suspect was shooting off some kind of uh, um, automatic weapon. He wasn't sure what it was. He was like, no, the police weren't doing it. And he, and the reporter, I, I didn't get this part because it takes a while to get to it. The reporters, you know, basically saying that, uh, oh, okay, but uh, we heard that he was shooting off flare guns. No, no, flare guns was in the afternoon. He definitely got an assault rifle. So he he gets up there and he films this. And uh, oh, Hamilton Berger, this story is the opening verse to "Smoke on the Water." He's, he's it, it really is because I think he says some stupid with a flare gun burns a place to the ground. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, well, uh, I would like to uh, introduce our WATB audience to a gentleman named Alex Wilson, who, you know, if this catches on, he'll be known as the explosion bro, because he's definitely a bro. That was his video. I believe that's his wife and his friend uh, that are commenting after it happens while he's filming it. And uh, the local Fox affiliate, you can see it right there, Fox 5 in D.C., uh, did indeed find Alex and uh, they talked to him for a little bit. Uh, here's some of what he had to say. Was so what's going on through your mind? She asked, "What's going on through your mind?" I mean, dude, it's blank. Are you kidding me? It's like pure no shock. Kidding. You see that, and you're just—I mean, yeah. My wife next to me, you know, my pregnant wife next to me sitting there. Uh, you know, my buddy on the other side, she screamed. My other buddy's just screaming, "No!" You know, I mean, it's just like there's no real. I mean, there's no explanation to it. I mean, I mean, I'm still in shock about it, to be honest. You know, uh, the only uh, the only disappointing thing is that uh, Jim Brewer hasn't been on Saturday Night Live for like 20 <laughs> years because uh, I, I'm ready for the uh, Jim Brewer impression of uh, of Alex Wilson. He's cracking up the whole time. <laughs> He's God like, oh, man. I mean, he can't yeah. stop smiling. It's like me on the show. Right, exactly. He is so excited that uh, that house blew up. He he didn't know the guy. He seems to know a lot about it. He's like, yeah, I've, I've found out his name, but he found out his name just from watching the news. And uh, I think that there's a, uh, a a key moment, a key takeaway from what he had to say is that he was sitting there with his pregnant wife. Uh, so then the reporter kind of asks him uh, two quick questions here. Are you going to go to bed tonight? It's going to be a while. How's your, wife doing? How's your wife doing? She's cleaning. She's cleaning right now in the dark because we don't have any, we don't have any uh, light right now. So I would like to point to Alex Wilson as proof to the uh, saying we hear often that not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's out here talking to reporters and yeah. uh, his pregnant wife is at home cleaning, cleaning the house the dark. 
in the yes. Why give her a fucking break, Alex? She's fucking pregnant. Well, Jesus. You know, she's she's gonna get a break after the baby pops. Is oh my god, thinking, you know. <laughs> uh average cracker. This is fantastic. Throws 1999 at us and says, like a Melendez hemorrhoid, you guys are growing on me. Good show, fellas. Well, All right, average cracker. average cracker. You know what, average cracker? I consider you an above average cracker. What do you think about that? All right. That's, that's very nice. Very, very yeah, nice. That's, that's the, uh, the kind of compliment you'll uh, only uh, get here on WATB. So I'm going to uh, stay on the... Uh, the, the pregnant broad tip for a moment. Uh, this is a, a video that we got from uh, our buddy uh, uh, Jody B, who uh, people know from the Po' Boys podcast. Uh, and uh, I, I joined him on another show. He uh, helps out Carl with stuff for uh, WATP periodically. Hey. He had posted this and uh, he and I had a little exchange. Uh, so let's uh, hear about what happened when this gentleman encountered uh, multiple burglars in his home. The words of the 80-year-old homeowner who confronted two robbers. I walked in on them, and they downed me. They jumped on me in the hallway. But Tom Greer says he managed to get his 22 caliber Smith & Wesson revolver. He says when that unarmed couple saw his gun, they took off out the back door, and he followed. The lady didn't run fast as a man, so I shot her the back twice. <laughs> She's dead, and they told her off, but he got away. She says, don't shoot me. I'm pregnant. I'm a baby. And I shot her anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, come on. I mean, I think in that situation, I think a a lot of people would probably have pause. But uh, this gentleman, I think uh, his house had apparently been broken into previously. Uh, I believe by other individuals. So uh, he didn't have any time for that. And before anybody gets upset, uh, Jody B also shared with me uh, that uh, the Long Beach homeowner was indeed cleared in the death of the suspected uh, burglar who pled for her God. life. I, I uh, hope he, I hope he shot the one in the black face there. <laughs> what the fuck uh, is going the, on there? The article mentions she was not actually pregnant oh okay yeah all right well yeah that that makes us feel even better i mean holy shit look it's funny either way eric it's just a little funnier (laughs) you're right it's 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 still hilarious if the the first way just like you said i don't know why i repeated your joke what an asshole no 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 that's fine that's absolutely fine vince vince the lawyer is that the vince the lawyer vince uh i i hear tell that vince is an evil lawyer but he just gave me two dollars so i I think i feel otherwise (laughs) He writes, like stage four cancer, you guys are quickly killing me. Now look, <laughs> I want you guys to know that the, I know there's a handful of you, maybe all of you, who, who want to say terrible things. And you're doing okay, but it's not terrible enough. And if you want to get really terrible, you should throw a dollar amount with it so that we can put it up here. Why yeah. are you wasting your energy? But Have some people see your fucking joke or your crack or your insult. What the fuck is wrong with you pussies? Spend yeah. some money. There was somebody last week who uh, put in dozens of insults, but uh, didn't put any dollar amounts. No, in we didn't read any of them. Cheap yeah. fuck. Spend some uh, money. And uh, just before we move on from this story, you'll see right there. An autopsy showed that Miller, that's the lady in question, was not pregnant. I forgot that I had. Ah, that. I so. just love the guy. His matter of fact, he didn't. He thought she no. was pregnant. And he goes, yeah. you told me she was pregnant. I shot her anyway. I mean, yeah, that was that was like crazy. 
Well, it's also yeah. like, well, if you're pregnant, what are you doing breaking into my house? You know? <laughs> right. Right. You know? Uh, so I, I, I don't know. But in any case, I, uh, hmm, sorry. Uh, how are we doing on the Super Chats at the moment? Oh, uh, we're doing great. great. This one's funny. Uh, I, I'll have to say that Chad's missing up her lip. This is nice haircut, Eric. Thank you. Anything about my hair, I'm going to post it because my hair is awesome. Uh, <laughs> he asked me if I got my frosted tips from Carl. No, I turned white at a very young age. So there you go. That's like legit silver fox fucking shit right there. Yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. I almost got a haircut this morning. Just imagine if we had both gotten a haircut right before the show. We would just well, imagine well, what people would have said. No, it would have been a very creamy show for the audience because <laughs> uh, the two of us together, uh, I have it on good authority that we are the most handsome duo in the history of all this stupid podcast shit between all these dumb fuck shows. Ours is the most handsome. Everybody knows it. I mean, look, I, I think that uh, we're the the most uh, handsome people on the WATP network, but I don't know what that is. I mean, we're comparing ourselves with Blind Mike, Vinny. Carl's a good-looking fella, obviously. Absolutely. And yeah. then Nicole is one of our biggest friends, uh, fans. I think she's from somewhere in Europe. But anyway, uh, European women love Christian and Eric. That is true. Well, well, well. See? <laughs> if look only at that. I'd known that. <laughs> she's gushing right now. Exactly. Uh, all right. So uh, we'll we'll uh, move on from the uh, the murder and the explosions right after uh, funeral director super chat. Uh, yeah. What does he have to say? It says unlike Phil's marital uh, martial arts background, you two are intelligent and not cheesy. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Uh, oh, my gosh. And more dang lizard. Thank you, dang lizard. You're too kind. Like VTL, your D's are short. Okay, insult. <laughs> I think you can do better. Uh, yeah, you can do better, but uh, you know, he's already given us some money. So, Ding Lizard, uh, just we hope you rise to the challenge. Now, our next story I chose because it was something I saw you post about uh, on your own. Uh, it was something you commented on. Now, as we established in a past episode of this show, uh, I was a uh, I was a big fan of the band kiss growing up and uh, they allegedly played their final live concert Saturday night at Madison square garden. Uh, I was uh, not interested in being there. They've been doing the same show for five years and there was uh, no, no variation from it until the end, which made me really glad that I wasn't there. So uh, let's, let's see what uh, people were treated to uh, <laughs> at the garden. And uh, I, I think Eric has some thoughts. Yeah. That, well, I, by the way, I have thoughts too. I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Eric? To start, they ended the show, and then everybody's yep. expecting an encore, right? Right. This and is what they get. This is what they get. After decades of rocking and rolling all night, KISS is calling it a career. They wrapped up the final show of their farewell tour at Madison Square Garden on Saturday night. And uh, I'll mute the uh, the newscaster so that you, our visual audience can just uh, see some of what uh, these KISS avatars entail. Uh, uh, and, and you know, who needs a band to go out on tour? Yeah. You know, when no. uh, you can just watch a cartoon of them, Eric, right? 
they went the extra mile. They got into those uh, stop motion, or those motion suits, whatever they are, with the little balls oh, the all over suits. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they did all that. And the idea, supposedly, is they're going to go to your town and you get to look at a screen and watch uh, basically that video game rock band from back a decade and a half ago where these stupid cartoons sing the Kiss songs. And then uh, I wrote on my post, only uh, people that are as dumb as Kiss fans would fall for something like this. (laughs) Christian, I wasn't thinking about you specifically, but you are a Kiss fan. I, I am, but uh, you know, uh, Ace Freely in an interview last week uh, said that uh, Kiss fans are dumb, but Ace Freely <laughs> fans are really smart, and uh, I thought it was a great quote, actually. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, no, I think there are a lot of people who saw this and were like, "What the fuck?" And uh, yeah, there, there's, there have been some uh, polls on social media. People are not that excited about this. I, I am going to let you know, but. I do know enough people who will certainly spend a lot of money. It's like, well, I got to go see the kiss cartoon. I think the only way that I would want to see it is if they somehow got it in the, that new venue in Vegas, the sphere that, you know, the giant thing that you two have played, like they're playing like 40 shows. I might see it somewhere like that, but I I wouldn't want to spend a lot of money on something like this. You know, I, I, it's it's, embarrassing. It's embarrassing. could Could you imagine going to see the cartoon kiss well just in general but then buying a t-shirt from the oh. cartoon kiss and you're like yeah i was there i mean they weren't but uh, but i was there talk about a recipe for suicide man because th- this might be the last the last nail in the coffin for somebody who's really desperate they go to this thing and they look at their life choices the next thing you know they're throwing themselves off the parking garage <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, I think that uh, I, I think that a lot of members of the Kiss Army are, uh, you know, always always one or two steps away from uh, jumping off a bridge or a tall building. <laughs> JFK Hedgehunk, which is one of my favorite names in the chat, says Gene's avatar smells like tuna. <laughs> I, I guarantee it does. Well, uh, I thought uh, that was. A, by the way, most people, anybody I know thinks that that's stupid. No matter how big a Kiss fan they are, they saw that. It's like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. All right. So, uh, get, you know, Ace Freely should give us a little bit more credit. But uh, uh, w- once it's actually out there, uh, I-, I guarantee people will be like, well, go check it out. I would you go know, see it for free. I'm not going to lie. I just wouldn't spend money on it. What's interesting is Ace has new material out too, or yeah. is about to, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he has and, a, a song called uh, 10,000 Volts that's out and, right now. You can find it on his YouTube channel. And, you know, Kiss doing all this silliness and Ace is just actually putting out new music, I think says a lot, you know, and he's kind of like the guy, him and Peter Chris are kind of like, you know, pushed away and not allowed back. I I kind of like Ace. I'm team Ace. Yeah, no, I think uh, I I think that, uh, you know, we we spent uh, quite a lot of time with Ace on our uh, what was it? It was our uh, uh, Halloween episode right here and right, we right. visited with him on the uh, the tomorrow well, all of them on the tomorrow show with tom snyder and uh i mean i think uh you know people could have had a lot of reactions to that but it would be difficult to come out with come away from that and think oh i don't like ace freely you know i think uh he was definitely the winner tom snyder sure loved him you know <laughs> i was lucky enough back in the radio days to interview him uh, via the wow. phone. He was All super right. nice. Super nice. Very friendly, affable, easy to talk to. 
Uh, I didn't expect his voice, though. I didn't. I had never heard his actual speaking voice. Yeah. And I was thrown off because he reminded me of uh, Lenny from The Simpsons. He's got that same <laughs> timbre to his fucking voice. I was like, Jesus no. Christ, is someone playing a prank on me? No, he, def- <laughs> he definitely does. And uh, uh, go ahead with uh, funeral director's uh, comment there. I want to make funeral- sure we uh, get to that. <laughs> funeral director for two bucks writes, quote, recipe for suicide. That's oh. Phil's diet. Well, I think uh, I'm pretty sure that it's spelled that way because uh, YouTube won't let right. you use that I word. As much. And YouTube videos, I, I believe you're supposed to say unalive myself. And, you know, there's the um, and uh, I forget now what Dick Masterson has a good euphemism for it. But, uh, yeah, it, we try to avoid uh, saying it. Um, All right. But uh, in, in any case, uh, I do have what uh, I hope I'm going to be able to play for you. Uh, is I have a very uh, quick little snippet of in, the interview from Ace Freely that I mentioned. This was Thursday on uh, Eddie Trunk's show on Sirius XM. And uh, I've, I've never quite played a clip on the show this way. So let me know if you hear it. Well, you, you know, him? to be honest, I, I don't really believe they're end, ending, that, ending, ending their touring career. You know, how many times have they said they were going to retire how many times have a half a dozen groups said they were going to retire and still come back? Uh, personally, I don't know what their plans are. I know uh, Gene is uh, planning on buying a realty company, and he wants me to go in on it with him and sell Swampland in New Jersey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So he still has the exact same laugh. And by the way, he's still telling the same jokes 45 so years later. Stupid. He goes on to explain, like, oh, that was, uh, that, you know, uh, Gene said that on the Tomorrow Show with Tom Snyder. <laughs> was, was, was Trunk about to say there, are you serious? Yes. Was that what he was starting? Oh, yeah. come on, Eddie, you asshole. Well, I, I mean, he's been friends with uh, Ace for a long time. Are you here. serious? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, Eddie thought he was serious. He he did think he was serious. Yeah, Eddie, you fucking dick. It's a joke. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, Eddie's Eddie's a, a, a you know pretty uh, pretty much a straight shooter. He's a straight edge really? guy. I think I think if somebody <laughs> really <laughs> imagine oh that though, going into business, real estate business with uh, with the demon, you're gonna demon real land. Oh my god, <laughs> idiot. All right. Well, we've had fun in the uh, local news world, <laughs> fun in the rock world, fun in the the explosion world. Uh, let's head over to the national newscast world. So uh, this next one is, I believe, we've got a couple of firsts in our show this week. I believe this is our first nature clip, and uh, we don't have a jingle for uh, who are these nature broadcasters. We will next Uh, week. uh, Well, I mean, I I think that if we uh, keep getting sent clips like this one, we're going to have to. So this comes from Connor in the Discord. Now, obviously, there's the uh, who are these podcasts Discord, and you uh, can find there's a there's a section in there for who are these broadcasters. 
Uh, the conversation got a little nerdy the last couple of days. I don't know who let all those nerds in, but uh, we get some great clips from there. And uh, we got this one from Connor. So uh, if you have any clips for us, that's a great way to send them to us is uh, in the discord. But uh, this clip, I think it proves that no matter how many times you can, and there's Piranha, there's, there's Piranha. Sorry, Connor, the Piranha. <laughs> Connor was right there in the chat. So he knows what's coming. He's the only one. Uh, but this clip proves that no matter how many times you catch a piranha, perhaps you should always, and I do mean always, be careful. It's not one of the real monsters. In fact, it's quite average size. Although you can see, it still has quite a snap on it and a superlative set of gnashes. Oh! Really mistimed that quite badly. Oh, ow! <laughs> Shit up. Well, it was about time that happened. I've been catching piranhas for a long, long time, and I've not been bitten yet. But Put that's my first piranha battle scar. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow, look at that. The, <gasps> those teeth, the amount of blood that was coming out. Uh, I don't know. I, I I would do my best on camera to uh, try and be a man about it. I definitely would have been crying. Oh, <laughs> There's yeah, tears streaming down my face. <laughs> I would have spiked that fish like Rob Gronkowski, too. Son of a well, bitch, motherfucker. We don't know what happened when uh, they turned the cameras off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't even know if the if uh, piranhas are good eating, but uh, that that might have been in the cards as well, you know. <laughs> wow, that was fantastic! <laughs> oh my god, this is a great joke here. Holy shit! <laughs> Hamilton Burger says those teeth are almost as nasty as Carl's. And uh, you know, Carl's not. Uh, I believe Carl's not watching today <gasps> because I believe uh, he and uh, Trucker Andy are on their way back from Florida. So uh, he's he's gonna find that one later. And uh, <laughs> JFK <gasps> head chunk, Jesus, a Carl fish. I I don't know why people are saying mean things about Carl. I have we've already established he's a very oh handsome God. gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's gonna need a minute. You're like Tom Snyder. Oh, that was show. awesome. That was so fantastic. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, I'll, uh, I'll try and grab a, a thumbnail for this episode uh, from the, the Piranha segment. Oh. Uh, let's uh, keep things national right here. Uh, where are you at right now on Elon Musk, Eric? Um. You know, he makes so much cool shit. I give him a wide, a wide uh, berth, you know? I mean, sure. rockets, boring project, whatever, electric cars. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, look, I think that, uh, you know, people like his honesty, you know, the the sort of the, the no bullshit style. Uh, personally, I like his uh, Nick Cannon-esque inability to pull out. Uh, oh yeah. I, okay. The, the, the fact that he's uh leave it in Elon, you know, I think uh, that's uh that's uh, definitely something that puts him high up on my list. Uh, but uh, so there was a, a fairly uh, big conversation that he had. It, it, it aired in a few places, but I believe these clips are from uh, CNBC and Elon uh, spoke with uh, someone named Andrew Sorkin. And I think that's important. As we revisit, uh, there's Carl. Again. 
right here. Uh, we're going to see, this is at the very beginning of uh, that interview when Elon Musk explains why he's uh, speaking with Mr. Sorkin. So I will certainly not pander. And, and Jonathan, like, the only reason I'm here is because you are a friend. Like, what was my speaking fee? So you don't, you're not making was, any... any uh, first exactly. of all, I'm Andrew, but... Uh, yeah, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> So uh, he says, uh, he says, Jonathan, you're a friend. That's the only reason I'm speaking to you. And his point is, well, yeah, I'm Andrew, but thanks. Oh, my God. I, I missed it the first time. I'm glad you, you said it. But holy fuck, he fucked up his name. How great is that? Yeah, let's get so that party. I'm certainly not pander. And, and Jonathan, like, the only reason I'm here is because you were a friend. Like, what was my speaking fee? So you don't, you're not making any. Hey, first exactly. of all, I'm Andrew, but uh, yeah. oh, it's okay. God damn, that's great. For a very long time. He, yeah, what? very long time. <laughs> he looks like a combination of retarded uh, Carmine Ragusa wearing a Tom Cruise Top Gun jacket. Oh, that's a yeah. That is definitely Tom Cruise Top Gun. <laughs> Retarded Carmine Ragusa. No wonder the kids love this show, Eric. We, we speak their language, don't you think? Jesus, look at him. It's all the big ragu right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a fucking ugly man. I didn't. Uh, what What happened to him? He's, he looks like shit. <laughs> I mean, his uh, hair is you know, all fucked up. Who cuts his hair? Uh, he's got, uh, I believe success has got to him. And what exactly is he wearing around his neck? Is that like some kind of like, I don't know, uh, uh, you know, destruct system, floppy disk or something yeah, it's like floppy some weird ass. It's supposed to look like a dog tag, but he bought it from that store, the buckle in the mall. It's, it's, it's <laughs> <Okay>. stop. <laughs> sorry. I did not mean for the clip to no, start in the middle. That's all right. Uh, so a lot of the attention from this interview uh, came from the fact that uh, Jonathan slash Andrew uh, is is asking him about the fact that there that X, which many of us still refer to as Twitter, had been losing advertisers uh, and there had been something of an advertiser boycott. Uh, biggest name would be Disney. So uh, his best friend Larry or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, is uh, going to talk to him about that. And uh, a lot of times when I was looking for this clip, uh, it, it was beeped, but uh, I did find a good version of this clip. So let's see what Elon Musk thinks of uh, old Bob Iger over at Disney. I hope they stop. You hope, uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? <laughs> If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot there. That's a, that's a, there that's is a great, lot there. Yes, a great sir. comment, but it's the, um, I don't know that that uh, epileptic type of epileptic type of movements he's doing. He he has to face the crowd when he's saying what he wants to say in this weird herky jerky way. He's a very uncomfortable human. You know that? Yes. No. I, there there is definitely uh, uh, you know his skin is not the place he's the most comfortable. You know? Right. And that uh, Dr. Scotty Jones says his he swings his head like he's looking for approval, and that's 
That's you. You said what I couldn't say. Maybe that's what he's doing. They're very, very yeah. odd. Well, and it's also like, you know, he he like saw someone say, go fuck yourself in a movie once. So he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, drop that. And uh, there'll probably be thunderous applause. Uh, instead, there was just nothing but confusion. So uh, Danny, well, Dan oh, Danny, you go ahead. <laughs> Danny writes, the tags are from an Israeli given to him by a parent of a hostage. I don't think that's accurate. I don't, I don't believe that's that true. that's accurate. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say. I hope it's not accurate. Let's say that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you to funeral director who's digging deep. And that's very yeah. kind. Throws another $2 at us and says, love the show. Hashtag justice for Phil's dog. Oh, no. I hope I hope Phil's dog is uh, is doing well. And Carl's piranha is doing well. And mm -hmm. John Melendez's cats. I know we don't talk about them on the show. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of animals to keep tabs on. Uh, he, I uh, I didn't pull any more clips of this, but he does go on to say Elon Musk does that he wants everyone to know that if X fails, it's because of the uh, advertiser boycott and uh, his best friend, whose name he doesn't know. Uh, points out, it's like, well, wouldn't it be because of you, because of your decisions? Like, that's why the advertisers, he's like, no. I, I think that Elon thinks that people care more about Twitter than they actually do. Like, I like Twitter, but if I if I went to log in tomorrow and it wasn't there, I'd probably just figure out a way to put more stupid stuff on Instagram, you know? And Exactly. And I know that they talk about advertising, how much money. I can't, when was the last time you ever even noticed an ad on Twitter? You know yeah. what I mean? When was the last time you actually went, oh, yeah, they're all over. Disney's all over. I reckon I, I never pay attention to that stuff enough to even know who's doing what on Twitter. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And look, uh, there's uh, there's plenty of ways to uh, get the word out there. And, uh, you know, now that there's talk shows again, I guess the uh, movie stars can go uh -oh. back on the talk shows. So let's head on over to the world of talk shows. I said, can you dig it? I think so. Did you get a uh, Spotify? So <laughs> we've got, uh, you know, at one point in my life, literally the funniest person uh, in the world. And I'm sorry, I'm not talking about Jimmy Kimmel. We've got Eddie Murphy as a guest on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And I think that, uh, you know, look, there's that run in the 80s, basically from like, I don't know, trading places until, uh, I don't know, probably stops right at Harlem Nights. But it's like everything he did was great, was some of the funniest, of the, the best comedy. And somehow between then and now, he kind of just, Eddie, a little bit out of touch, but mostly boring. Have you seen many interviews with Eddie Murphy uh, in recent years, Eric? Yes, I've seen some of the interviews and I'm always like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And then, you know, remember that that weird monologue he did or that open he did on Saturday Night Live? It was it was horrible. Yeah. Um, I, I just I feel like he's, you know, fucked up, like he's got some brain damage or something. Yeah. So he's still got stories because he's lived a life. He's known people like, you know, for the most part, 
this interview was entertaining because of how much I liked Eddie when I was a kid. You know, he's, it's, a, it's a lot of like, oh, yeah, I did this thing that one time. And, you know, he's got, you know, anecdotes and things. But Jimmy spends a lot of time trying to help you and me and everybody else out there in the audience understand that uh, Eddie is actually just like us. Yeah, he's been so incredibly famous for so long. And he's so rich. But he's just like us. But then... Jimmy goes and asks a question that proves, well, I guess he, he's not that much like us at all. <laughs> Did you get a uh, Spotify wrapped uh, today? Do you get the uh, report on what you listen to? Do you know what that is? The way at Spotify, they tell you <laughs> what you listen to most this year, like musically. They'll tell you what artists. Do you have Spotify? I don't think I have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's have, only I have, 15 uh, bucks you, YouTube. Oh, you have YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you love YouTube, yeah. right? I have YouTube. I have YouTube, though. Yeah, well, because oh. he's like, wait. Everybody's got I, YouTube. He's like grasping. He's like, there has to be a way that I can, you know, get back into this conversation. Oh. He's like, he's like, do you have Spotify? And it's definitely, uh, you know, it's like the way that uh, Letterman used to play up the fact that he was this old out of touch guy. He's like, oh, yeah. do, you, do you have the do you have the Spotify, Paul? Right. Huh? Do, you, do you like the Spotify? And Eddie's just like, the, the what? The way he like no, lean forward. Yeah, it's like, he's like you, you mean you mean Napster? Oh, you yeah. mean you mean MySpace? Yeah. Wait. Wrapped, uh, today, do you get the uh, report on what you listen to? Do you know what that is? The what? At Spotify, he literally <laughs> leans forward. The what now? <laughs> like this is That's a character funny. that Eddie would have been playing on Saturday Night Live in 1981. Right. You know, <laughs> it's funny, but it's not because he's yeah. he's it's his he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. It's great. Yeah, no, no. It's funny for uh, for all the wrong reasons. I know. But, Jesus. Uh, I, that's one of those clips that I find, and and I don't know, sometimes, and maybe you, you have the same thing happen for, for your show as well, Eric. Sometimes I'm watching something because I'm legitimately interested. I wanted to watch an interview with Eddie Murphy. But, uh, you know, you always have to keep your WATB hat on. And right. I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> now I got to pull yep. a clip of yep. Eddie and Jimmy Kimmel. It happens all and, the time. Yeah, e- exactly. So... Uh, we're going to spend a little bit more time in the late night world because uh, it did. Uh, someone was kind enough to remind me that when the writer's strike ended, we started kind of cycling through the late night talk shows because they were finally back. And Eric, you and I both missed them terribly, right? I mean, I think uh, we didn't know what to do without the late night talk shows. And well, yeah, I every mean- every day we're just so much happier they're back, right? Well, when I can see some of the madness that goes on with uh, Stephen Colbert and I realize that uh, me talking to my dogs every day is actually better than what a (laughs) a staff of however many can put together on a uh, network television show. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have to disagree because we learned so much about girl trends last week. But uh, Seth Myers is uh, somebody that we have not spent time with yet. And uh, in general, in my mind, Seth Meyers is still, you know, reasonably funny, like probably the fourth or fifth, you know, maybe sixth best guy to ever do Weekend Update. But he was good at it. You know, I think he tells a joke well. I have not watched his show in in many years. Uh, And I was in for a bit of a treat, but, you know, the bad kind of treat, you know, the old uh, shit sandwich, two girls, one cup kind of treat. And uh, this is a very long drawn out intro to a bit. I'm going to spoil for you. I don't have the bit for you because the intro is so long. Uh, I want you to see the amount of pomp 
and circumstance that uh, goes into setting up a bit on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Here at Late Night, every night, I deliver a monologue made up of jokes written by a diverse team of writers. As a result, a lot of jokes come across my desk that, due to my being a straight white male, would be difficult for me to deliver, but we don't think that should stop you from enjoying them. So we'd like to share them with you now in a segment called Joke Seth Can't Tell. Joke Seth can't tell. Can you believe Seth let us do this 50 times? What a friggin' idiot. To celebrate, we planned a fun surprise. Well, fun for us. And we did not tell Seth. Just to be clear, Seth does not know what's about to happen, but he's probably already figured out he's not gonna like it. So hold on to your butts for this brand new, extra special 50th Joke Seth Can't Tell. <laughs> So we are currently 52 seconds into this clip, Eric. Um, do you think that uh, they've gone a long way at uh, getting to the comedy? Or, yeah, it, uh... it's, it's worse than you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, I'm going to admit, that's saying something. Uh, there's, uh, uh, I'm not going to lie. There's a little bit more before they, they try to get to the comedy. <laughs> Make way for those who tell the jokes that Seth cannot dressed like a renaissance page boy and now these two writers come in and wave by the way i have seen this bit before this is not a bad bit when they actually do it but they're waving to the audience they're dressed elegantly they're presenting seth with some champagne if steph's not having fun he's doing a great job of pretending so we're a minute and a half in, Eric. Do you think that they're going to dispense with the comedy at this point? Do you think they're going to get right to it? This reminds me of that. Um, what's that fucking joke that everybody tells and they add layers the to aristocrat. it? The, yeah. the aristocrats. Yeah. Something something like this is happening, yeah. right? Jesus. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean, we, we would definitely be laughing at this point in the aristocrats because you know what's coming. So, uh, all right, we're a minute and a half in. Let's let's see if uh, they can uh, let Seth know what's actually happening. We are two of Seth's writers, Amber and Jenny. Now. <laughs> they are laughing. Is it going to be the same script we read earlier today? One no, it will out. not. <laughs> Ready to crack themselves up. Just so you know it's funny. And we wrote them down with oh, pencils. We're gonna fix it. Okay, good idea, Seth. Yes, we met three different times on it. <laughs> so I'm gonna spoil it for you, uh, Eric. Oh, God, I'm gonna kill so myself. Usually, what they do is uh, these two writers uh, read jokes that uh, were discarded because Seth felt he couldn't read them. They're actual monologue jokes. It's not a bad idea. The uh, the uh, African American lady will read any moderately racist theme ones and uh the uh the lesbian on the other side she reads any gay themed jokes well this week they were having seth read them and i'm like okay i mean that's a good good uh swing on that bit but i mean michael che and colin joe's do this on weekend update like right. three or four times a year and it's the best thing that they do on SNL, at least I think. And I'm like, so all this setup for a bit another show does, the show right. he used to be on, you know? Oh God. It sounds painful when you when you describe it the way you just did. Yeah. Uh. I mean, look, 
and and I honestly I don't have any of the jokes because the the jokes are actually kind of funny for him to be reading them. But the two minutes and three seconds, uh, some would say it's so bad. Why did you play it on your show? Uh, and sometimes it's just as simple as well. I had to watch it, so why why shouldn't we really just have everybody watch it? You know, I, I absolutely. Know. No, yeah. and it's it's it again. It's that whole business of these people are paid high dollars. They've got numerous people that come up with this stuff, and it's no more funny than anything else that you. We're just barely, barely above them. Yeah, just barely. Yeah. <laughs> Dang lizard spending a ton of money with five more euros is what we all have in common with Eddie Murphy is that nobody watched Pluto Nash. Have you seen that film? <laughs> I have not seen Pluto. I have, Nash. I have not seen that either. And then funeral director also writes first time listening and y'all are quite entertaining. Thanks for helping my work shift fast. No certification, no students, no master hashtag (laughs) stolen valor. (laughs) Thank you. Funeral director. Funeral director has given us so much money today that uh, honestly he can, he can put whatever he wants in the chat. Uh, Thank you. uh, Funeral director. Oh, and uh, Nicola who likes us both, by the way. Yes. She's hot for us. She says, why doesn't Seth just do the flipping jokes? You're absolutely right. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry about your puddle. That might've been what would happen in Europe where uh, Nicola lives, you know, but uh, I guess that, uh, you know, they only had like an eight minute segment before they had to get to commercials. So let's use, you know, a third of that uh, with setup. So there's another bit. Yeah. We're doing more Seth Myers, by the way, Eric. So get ready. Uh, they do a segment called corrections. And I do get the feeling that this is specifically for the YouTube channel because it seems like the, uh, the audience isn't there, but I think that uh, when you work on a show, you kind of get a sense that other people care about the show as much as you do. And uh, I think that uh, when that proves to not be the case, somebody, you know, because look, uh, you know, Seth Meyers probably spends, I don't know, you know, 80 hours a week on doing a dumb show. I mean, maybe not now, 10 years in, but uh, let's see how he addresses uh, how people write comments on the correction segment. I read the correction comments every week and people often will ask questions that have been answered within the body of a previous corrections. People will say, what is he drinking? I've said Negronia in multiple corrections. How are you not watching all of these? (laughs) Like, it doesn't work if you don't watch all of these. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I catch it when it's on. What? (laughs) You gotta watch all of these. So many of the questions. What am I drinking? A Negroni. Did you know Doug Jones is the original Mac tonight? I do. Yeah. So he's upset that people aren't watching all of these videos because Uh he's taking the time to do it. And like to my theory, it's outside of the actual recording of the show. So this is extra time that he spends. And he's like, wait, people aren't watching all of these. I, uh, I always I always marvel at the self-importance of um, of someone who would ridicule the consumer. Uh, Yeah. Believe it or not, we aren't sitting there like this listening intently and watching everything you say or do you arrogant fuck God. And for him to say, all right, let's take the time to go ahead and now beat up the audience about this. And something that also isn't funny. It's uh, it's, 
remarkable that they, that he would even you know think that that's okay. Yeah, and uh, you know, look when when I was in college, I was lucky enough to intern at SNL, and uh, it was very exciting for me as a as a huge uh, comedy TV nerd. And I would talk to people, you know, back at college after the weekend, and uh, hey, did you uh, did you watch the show this weekend? And they're like, what? No, of course I didn't, because yeah. <laughs> and it was actually it was pretty good at that point. You know, Will Ferrell was still on, you know, but uh, no, no one. It's like, oh right, okay, just because I spend six days a week there, right? People have lives. Shit. People have lives. Yeah. Not everybody watches. Not everybody gives a shit. Their lives. For him to think that what he's doing is more important than what everybody ha- else has going on in their life is fucking yeah. annoying. If if I had the WATP drops, I'd play. No one gives a shit. No one gives a fuck right now. I would play that one. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, Flex three one six. You go ahead and read that one. <laughs> Concerning Christian being the intern, how fun was that? Getting ass fucked. Honestly, I didn't like it before, but now I'm okay with it. You know, it's uh, you. You learn to you when you try new things. Yeah. You uh, you broaden your horizons. All right, let's get to some of the corrections. I, I've got two of them. This one I think doesn't need setup, but I think we might have some thoughts after the fact. Last week, I called out Sal Gentile and said he was wrong in his interpretation of the landmark Supreme Court case, Marbury v. Madison. Sal was right, it turns out. But by calling him out in corrections, I did inadvertently get Sal into the Guinness Book of World's Records for longest mutter. <laughs> really had to talk Sal off. Like, you wanted to write it. A- so. Oh, oh, God damn it. God damn it is is right. And uh, there was a YouTube comment that I think really uh, summarized uh, the whole bit. Uh, this is like inside jokes with friends I don't have. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank and, you. And now that's funny. That's very funny. That's funnier than anything we just watched. And uh, someone else uh, said, uh, Seth does great impressions of people we've never met. <laughs> Oh shit! That's devastating. God. Yeah, uh, I like our audience member. Uh, Killogic says, "What the hell is this show? They can't even get him a suit." Yeah, uh, I mean, to uh, you know, to his credit, this might actually be just for uh, YouTube. But at the same time, you know, they've gotten away from suits in late night talk shows, so I do believe he does dress uh, casually. Well. I've got one last uh, Seth Meyers correction, and I think it's an important one because he talks about something that just, look, everybody's talking about these days. Scooby-Doo. We talked about Scooby-Doo last week and how he said Rutrow. I was told by many of you, Astro from the Jetsons was the originator of Rutrow. Interesting fact here. Okay. The actor who did Astro would later go on to voice Scooby-Doo. Okay. And that must have been a very weird call from his agent. Here we go. He's like, hey, baby, I got you the lead in a new pilot. He's like, oh, that's great. Anything as long as I'm not doing another cartoon dog, if you know what I mean. (laughs) You still there? (laughs) 
Oh no. Uh, so he he tagged his little performance piece. Right. With, um with the rut row. I don't think that that's that terrible, but something went wrong somewhere near the end. I, I can't quite put my finger it's, on it. it. It's the uh, back and forth uh, pretending to be the agent on the phone. Uh, I think the agent character was a choice that maybe given another opportunity, maybe he would have gone a different way. And, right, uh, right. You know, 1920s, like, oh, right, I'm going to make you a star, kid. You hear me? A star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um yeah! Wow, I didn't. Uh, I I didn't even know that the show existed. Uh, you didn't know that uh, Seth Meyers had no, the. No, uh, I didn't know the, that he does this YouTube thing. Oh, this YouTube thing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corrections. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna keep an eye on corrections now. For, for I'm gonna probably check corrections before I check uh, the main show, and uh, we uh, we we will definitely visit in the uh, talk show world again uh, next week. Uh, I, uh, I was delighted to find out that someone who I think is incredibly unfunny, uh, was filling in on the daily show. And, uh, that'll be the tease for next week. Uh, here, here's how I know you'll, you'll hate it. I won't identify the comedian until next week, but, uh, Eric, I'm sure you will hate her as well. Okay. Because I said her, uh, all right. All right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Not much of a well, tease, but it's a tease. No, it's all right. So uh, anyway, let's uh, let's leave the talk show world behind. Have you had enough fun, Eric? Fantastic. Let's do it. Let's head over to Sportscasters, everybody's favorite part of the show. Home of the hourly triple play. talked about slowed down a little bit there but that's all right these things happen you know as this is an individual person so we are going to play with no context because the context is going to follow this is an announcement from chicago blackhawks general manager kyle davidson he's explaining the release of Corey perry he will not get into specifics but he does want to make something very clear And once he makes it clear, we'll make it clear for all of you. As this is an individual personnel matter, I will not be be able to disclose any details related to the initial reporting, investigation, or the findings. However, I do want to be very clear on this one point. This does not involve any players or their families. And anything that suggests otherwise, or anyone that suggests otherwise, is wildly inaccurate. And frankly, it's disgusting. So, Eric, I can't imagine that this story wasn't on your radar. You know what he's talking about, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. The the fact that at one point the uh, rumor had to originate that 18-year-old phenom Connor Bedard, who yes. is literally just going to rewrite the record books. He's fantastic. And his mom. Yeah, he's like, like if Sidney Crosby wasn't a pussy. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, here he is. He comes into the league, first year pro, kicking ass. His mom is uh, is kind of his milfy 38, 39, and 35 year old Corey Perry. Uh, the rumor was was uh, putting it to Connor's mom, but good. Okay. <laughs> but good. Yeah. And, uh, and then that's why he was let go. And everybody yeah. uh, ran with it. They just loved it that this is, uh, this is, that's, that, that, 
we're like everybody wanted that to be the be the truth. Right. I, I mean, I think we wanted it to be true. And I feel like, Eric, we're not doing our jobs as broadcasters. And who are these broadcasters? If we didn't share a photo of Stephanie Bedard, who is Connor Bedard's mom, and there she is uh, with Connor right there. Right. And, you know, I, I look uh, and it's interesting because I was reading that as you uh, as you stated a moment ago, Connor's uh, 18. So he is he's always got a family member staying with him. Sometimes it's his dad. Sometimes it's his mom who, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm not quite sure what that specific Jersey is. She's wearing, but it, uh, the, the name on the back probably is yeah. milf, you I know, think, and, yeah, that's the, uh, Petersboro Pete's where he played <laughs> junior hockey. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, and I also think it's important that while we do this kind of in-depth exploration of Connor Bedard's family, uh, I think we should also uh, point out that sometimes, his, you know, legal guardian is his sister Madison Bedard, and I, I, I did my research on this. Oh, this she's twenty. Is she is twenty. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, there, there's a picture of uh, him. So it's a little blurry, but that was the that was kind of the best one I could find. Uh, oh, she's mom, a gymnast. The mom, looks, the mom looks much better than her. Sure. I mean, if that's your type, Eric, you know what? See, you and I aren't going to fight over the Bedard family. So I think we'll be fine. (laughs) You know, but (laughs) you know, as much as I wanted this to not be true or I mean, to be true. Yeah. To be true. I I, I don't think it is. uh, I, it just, I don't know how the fuck that even started. Who's the asshole that came up with that one, but man, that really is fucked this, this kid up. He's like, yeah. Oh, and, and besides Corey Perry's, uh, whatever the fuck he did, he's married to a super hot chick too. So I don't know what the fuck yeah. is going on here in this one. So Corey Perry issued a statement, uh, and he also, you know, he basically also stresses, no, I didn't fuck anybody's mom, but he doesn't use those words. You know, it's like, it doesn't involve, you know, it's uh, this is my mistake. It's, it doesn't involve family members of anybody. And uh, Connor actually spoke yesterday. Uh, he didn't, didn't really say anything. You know, he, he it's it just seemed super <laughs> uncomfortable yeah. for him to oh have to talk God. about it. Can you can you imagine having to address that? Yes, or, having to talk about somebody poking your mom. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Or like, no, he did not <laughs> poke my mom. Did you Thank ever you walk in much. on? Did you ever walk in on your mom getting slammed, Christian? <laughs> Fortunately, no. Uh, I, something tells me that uh, you have a different answer to that no, from the way no. you posed it. No, no, I didn't. Um, I didn't actually uh, experience that. I, I've never experienced that. So, but I, I talked about it on my show. I mean, my kids walked in on my wife and myself at one point, and that was horrible. Well, but at uh, least, at least uh, it was you and your wife, and and uh, and not Corey Perry. You know, I mean, that would have that would have really thrown that would have been a bit of a wet blanket. Well, you know, she was super young, my daughter, and um, my wife was on the business end of my ding dong. And oh, so no. then uh, later on in the day, we're like, well, I wonder what she saw, what she saw. And we kind of like yeah. danced around. She's only like six. And she goes, oh, I don't know. I just saw that mom was eating ice cream in bed. <laughs> we're like, oh, oh, God, my God. She thinks my dick is ice cream. Oh, fuck, shit. Well, you know, as long as as long as your wife says the same thing, yeah. um, how how would you feel about uh, spending a few seconds uh, watching Connor Bedard uh, awkwardly explain that uh, no one on his team was railing his mom? Let's let's oh, let's yeah. give this a moment. 
I don't need to answer any more questions about this this stuff. Um, you know, obviously it's it's all just a bunch of BS on on the internet, and um, you know, it's of course been an effect on on myself, my family, and and that's not fair. But you know, who cares? It's uh, out of our control. And, and he goes on for another forty seconds, but <laughs> so yeah, he he just, doesn't. He needs to say he needs to get more pissed off. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, you know who started it. And by the way, I mean uh, you. You've been an, an, around enough teams. Someone on the team probably started it. Oh, <laughs> you gosh. know, yeah, you know, <laughs> fucking a. Oh uh, well. Anyway, that is uh, that is one of my favorite stories that we've had uh, so far. And uh, you know, look, whatever day of the week you do a show, if it's only once a week, you're gonna have to sit on some stories for a while. And uh, this one, I think I found out about like last Tuesday afternoon and I was so disappointed. I'm like, oh, my God, we can't talk about this for a week. Eric. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, we haven't spent that much time talking about uh, Taylor Swift and the Swifties uh, because I think, uh, you know, I think most of uh, most of the world and the, the NFL has kind of moved on. But the Chiefs were in Green Bay and. I mean, anybody who knows anything about Green Bay, they they don't really have much there. They got the Packers, they got cheese curds, and I don't know, cirrhosis of the liver. Is there anything I'm missing uh, that they have in Green Bay? Maybe the guy from I think the guy from Making a Murderer is in the prison oh. nearby there. That's about it. Okay, well that's a, that's a celebrity, but uh, you know you you have to actually go to him. This is a celebrity uh, coming to uh, to see you. Okay. And uh, there was a lot of coverage of uh, reporters waiting at airports and not getting interviews with her. Uh, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of buzz around Green Bay. But uh, the, uh, the 10 seconds that I'm going to isolate here are basically the antithesis of what I think of when I think of Green Bay Packer fans. I tend to think of, you know, tough, burly, manly men, uh, not secret Swifties Packers fans there for football. No, I'm not a Swifty admitted to being secret Swifties. We are never, ever, ever getting back together. I, I hope that's after an entire 30 pack of lining Kugel. Okay. I, that's the only explanation for that, that I think anyone could accept. You know, I just don't know how these people are actually able to have a relationship with all this nonsense. Can you imagine the spotlight? Everything single thing you do yeah fuck you got, you got these two idiots in the parking lot singing your song super i'll let you happy, uh, get to uh, super happy yes. fun chatter yes sir uh says taylor swift is dating a football player finally a way for gay dudes to enjoy the nfl that doesn't involve rooting for the cowboys <laughs> Oh, super happy fun chatter. I wish I wish that uh, had a few more dollars on it. I'd like to read that at the end. Maybe I'll read that at the end of the show as well. We'll do, do a little uh, a little chaser on there. Uh, so if that wasn't uh, painful enough, Eric, and um, I know we went through a lot in that uh, Seth Meyers clip. I'm not going to play this entire thing, but there's a gentleman in the Green Bay area. Uh, his name is Tim Crispy, and uh, he was so excited about the idea that Taylor Swift was going to be descending upon Green Bay that he did a parody song. And, uh, you know, we, we can take a breather anytime. You let me know if you need to tap out. But uh, let's 
let's see what uh, Tim Crispy okay. has going on in his head. You like luxury, but you don't know what it's like to watch a game here in Lambo. You're probably like, damn, damn, is that Todd Run Brand? You like barbecue, you got dairy, and you'll never have a better Bloody Mary. I know you're thinking, gee, you start drinking early. So stop your overthinking, yeah, we're really good at drinking grilling broths and sausage links, and you can't experience that in your sweet. Okay. So come on down, we'll buy you a round. So, uh-oh, uh-oh, Let's sip on some crown. You need to come down. So <laughs> that's what I there's, yeah, that's fun. I like there's it. another that's... minute and a half, but uh I you seem to really be uh vibing as they say. Yeah, it was you all were right. feeling Tim Crispy, weren't you? Yeah, it was silly and uh yep. it it uh you know I think it helps that we're watching the clips. Yeah, the to, clips go a long way. Yeah, you know, uh, our, our but, audio audience uh, all uh, began tightening a noose around their necks. Yeah, you know, I mean, it it sounded like fuck, but it was it was good enough, good enough to uh, to give you fifty seven seconds. Yeah, I decided to uh, freeze on uh, this lady because uh, prior to that, I I was uh, well, let's just say I was discouraged uh about the survival of the human race in green bay i was uh i was looking for i don't know a chick who was like a four and a half or a five and oh uh, yeah i've, crispy I've been to green found bay it. i've yeah. been to green bay um and it's it's just the fucking stadium that's it there, there's nothing to it it's poverty uh and and frozen lakes and the stadium that's it yeah, I mean, people hope for stuff like uh, a pregnant broad breaks into their house and then they get to shoot her, you know? I mean, <laughs> that, that would improve life in Green Bay, right? God, I'll never, that clip is amazing. Well, thanks to Jody B for that. Uh, but uh, we, I got, a, I got a great clip from you uh, just yesterday, Eric, because Jason Garrett uh, did The Unthinkable. Make viewers of Sunday Night Football miss Chris Collinsworth. Uh, and uh, right. I believe there's there's a number of instances of this, but I think that this one is the most telling for uh, what the broadcast was like. Let's uh, let's take a peek at it. For the hang time, sunset time. The best time out here in Southern California. Very nice. <laughs> Oh okay. yeah, so, so Mike Tarico sharing the booth with Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Very nice, <laughs> pretty much. And this was there were so many examples of this. He would always <laughs> do this weird nervous laugh um, when it wasn't needed, and especially when Tarico's okay. We'll take a timeout. They got the Christopher Cross, yeah. the sun setting on the Pacific Ocean, and. In I mean, Southern California. Look, this, this is TV. He's not he's not hitting the post, but he might as well have hit the post right. in, uh, in, in FM radio. Just just listen to how smooth Mike Tarico is here. For day. By the hang time, sunset time. The best time out here in Southern California. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> he, fucking why, why did you say anything? Shut the fuck up, Gary. Yeah. I know. You're not getting paid by the word. <laughs> Shut up, dude. 
What are you doing? He did that the whole game. Like uh, somebody would break a leg. Oh, <laughs> he would just laugh. <laughs> it's funny because now that you did it like that, it made me realize that uh, he's like Jackie the Joke Man from that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so speaking of broken legs, by the way, you sent me another great clip. Uh, do you want to set it up or should we yeah. take a look at it first? Uh, so Alvin Kamara, the saints gets pushed out of the, uh, off the sidelines. And you know, the guy that holds the thing that shows the first down the the chain gang. Yeah. The chain gang. Of He's course. got the yellow vest on. Well, Kamara hits him in the leg and snaps one of his twigs. <laughs> Look at look at that twig. Hold on. Oh, oh you, can, you can see the look on the guy's face. Like, and the twig is, there's a knuckle in the middle of his leg. Oh, shit. Oh, no. God now, damn it. Uh, Eric, you were kind enough to uh, also send me a screen grab. Uh, I think that, that the... The agony of neither victory nor defeat. It's just the pain of doing your job. But uh, oh, yeah, and yeah, you can you actually see, that, see the leg see here, that, right? Yeah, that 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 ridge there. That's a broken oh. bone that went Jesus. through his sock, and it's coming through his pants. <laughs> he snapped it like a fucking twig. Oh, and uh, yeah, and the player just is like, he kind of looks and he's like, uh, all right, I got I got shit to yeah. do. Yeah, he just, he's just like, all right, smell you later. And he's gone, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Well, he's a prick anyway, Alvin Kamara. So I'm yeah. surprised he didn't kick him in the face. So, well, he probably muttered, you know, walk it off, gay boy. You know, Fuck something you, like cracker. that. Fuck you, cracker. Fuck you, well, uh, on that note, uh, we will leave behind the world of sports and go to everybody's second favorite part of the show. We're going to visit with politics for a moment. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics? So Sean Hannity uh, is... A, uh, he's many things. You know, we found out he was a former tough guy when we had him uh, a clip of him a few weeks ago. But uh, he can definitely put together a, a show that people want to tune in to. Uh, you know, he had this event. I don't know if you got to see any of it, Eric. It was a debate yep. between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and California Governor Gavin Newsom. Yep. And I, I mean, what they have in common to me is uh, how much I dislike both of them. One of them is actually my governor. So it's probably, I'm probably a little bit more invested in that, you know? Well, they also have in common that uh, none of them, that neither of them is making a run for the White House. <laughs> right. One of them's trying. And uh, I have only two clips from this. So uh, some people in the audience, including Carl, probably be proud of me. I, uh, I have one Gavin Newsom clip and one... Ron DeSantis clip. I'll let everybody in the chat decide just based on our clips who wins. But I thought uh, Gavin Newsom uh, got a good one in here. But there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. Well, that's what I just fucking said. I know. That's great. Exactly. <laughs> so he agrees with you. So, so he's like, wait a minute. I think Gavin Newsom just got my vote. I mean, he's not running, but if he did, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, look, I think it's a, what it's 11 months between now and the election. I think if uh, one of them were to end up on a, a ballot, it, 
probably more likely, <laughs> more likely Gavin Newsom. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it should be because we don't want that fucking brain dead uh, retiree uh, in office. That's embarrassing. Uh, Kamala Harris, I thought uh, I thought she's doing a bang up <laughs> job. I don't know what you're talking about, uh, but I am going to give credit to Ron DeSantis because Ron wants to present Gavin Newsom with a very interesting map. This is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you. <laughs> that's that I'm, that's i don't believe that there is no I don't way believe, i don't believe it either <laughs> however for just straight up trolling i mean it's basically the entire city of san francisco Fucking, for the whole life. thing's a pile of shit what an yeah. asshole and and i mean i haven't <laughs> been there since uh pre-pandemic so i i can't vouch but from what i hear this is not too far off from the state of uh of san francisco right now you know uh well, you mean you mean the city, or or, or do you yeah. mean like the well, the, the, the current state. status? Yeah, current no, status. you're right. I I appreciate you correcting me because I am very I'm not very smart. I do know that uh, San Francisco is a city, but I meant the current state of it. Gotcha. The status. All right. Were, yes. All right. Uh, but look, if just based on those two clips, uh, shit map wins every time. You know, I mean, it's uh, very that's funny. A, Advantage DeSantis there, you know, I got uh, no notes for uh, for Ron DeSanctimonious. Uh, I would just right hold there. that up after everything that guy that uh, uh, Newsom said. This is this is your city. Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, has anybody figured out the point of this fucking thing that they bring in these two losers that nobody gives a shit about? I think it's one of those things that having, you know, worked in uh, political talk radio, it's like you put a lot of stuff out there. It's like, you know, he probably for some reason, I guess Sean probably buddied up with Gavin Newsom thinking it might be useful to have him as a guest. And he was like, well, you should debate, debate Ron DeSantis. And he was like, OK, I'll do that. And you just figure they're never going to do it. The network doesn't want to give you time for it. But right. then it actually happens. And you're like, all right. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, let's let's see how it goes, you know. Thank you to uh, Liam checking in yeah. with the super chat. Uh two dollars to say USC is heading for the honorable mention bowl. Yes. Uh well, don't don't worry. There'll be there'll be bowl talk uh in, in a little bit. Uh we've got uh, a couple more things uh politically speaking. So uh what oh Zane just described this show. Yeah. That's fine, Yuchi. I, I look, I, you know, do we bring our A game every every week? No, but Fuck we bring you. an A for effort, effort every single week. Okay, you asshole. <laughs> well, I, okay. Do I bring my A game every week? How about that, Eric? I'll leave you out of it. Wait, Damn, where, where did your dogs go? I just realized even they don't want to watch this. Oh, show. they're fucking tired of this shit too. <laughs> All right. Well, it's too bad because uh, I believe Chris Christie's voice is like a dog whistle. I believe that's uh, something that uh, they would have responded to really well. Uh, Chris Christie taking the bold stance that he doesn't want to fat shame Donald Trump. However, he does fat shame Donald Trump. So let's let's hear this for a second. When I was in Hurricane Sandy, I was never heavier in my life, Neil, oh, than I was at Hurricane Sandy. I am right now 90 pounds less than I was. Is that right? Yes, during Hurricane wow. Sandy. Oh. 
So that's the second clip I meant to play. Yeah. But well, uh, Neil Cavuto's reaction is why I pulled that. He's like, yeah. I am 90 pounds lighter than I was in Hurricane Sandy. He's astonished. He goes, God He's damn, like, you don't look it. You don't You're so <laughs> fucking huge. You're so big, yeah. I can't even notice that you've lost 100 pounds, you pig. <laughs> yeah, well, playing them uh, out of order kind of takes some of the fun away. But because I did set up him fat shaming Donald Trump, I, I yeah. feel like... Uh, you know, it, it's it's worth at least uh, giving Christie his time. And, you know, Th at the end of the day for him, and I have said this in return, like, you know, like, who's he? Hercules? I mean, uh -huh. I, you know, we've seen the pictures on the golf course. I mean, I, I you know, I'm not going to call him the same things, but we're not talking about an Adonis over here in Donald Trump. But you're thinking it. Uh, no. no. <laughs> I, I like that clip because of how much Cavuto is enjoying it. You know, I yeah, think like no, yeah. nobody has any fun on Cavuto coast to coast, you know. Well, you know, after that, which was said before the clip you played first, and then he follows it up with, hey, I lost 100 pounds. Yeah. At the end of the day, okay, he's still so fucking fat that he's still morbidly obese after yes. losing 100. <laughs> yeah. That's remarkable. There are very yeah. few people on the planet who can make that claim. Yeah, so I, I think that, uh, you know, he's definitely ready for the uh, for the White House, uh, Chris Christie. So this is a uh, basically a last minute addition to today's show. I saw and heard this clip uh, very close to showtime. And uh, I want to share with you, you know, you remember we talked about uh, uh, John Fetterman on, on this show before. You remember him, right? I, he's the idiot that dresses like a slob. Yes, I think that uh, you sum that up uh, perfectly. Uh, he, I am definitely going to give him credit, though, because he did post this. This is from his official Twitter. And hey, I Bobby. know that some of us call that X, but he bought a cameo for, uh, let's see, for disgraced New Jersey Congressman Bob Menendez. And he bought the cameo from... Also disgraced congressman, <laughs> now expelled from the House, George Santos. Uh, it's 24 seconds. He spent like $350 on this. So yes. That'll, that'll, that'll kind of uh, add up to the mental acuity for John Fetterman that we've uh, talked about before. Right. But we're talking about next level trolling, the shit map, getting a cameo from George Santos. I am definitely going to tip my cap or at least, you know, put up and down my hoodie in honor of uh, John Fetterman here. That's so that's very good. Yeah. Let's see what Santos uh, had to say to Bob Menendez. Hey, Bobby. Uh, look, I don't think I need to tell you, but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away, you make them put up or shut up. You stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. Now, is he aware of all the things in play there? I don't think he knew who bought it. I don't think he knew who Bob was. And it's only 25 seconds, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I, God I, I bought a few cameos for people. They're usually about two minutes. But uh, <clears throat> Yeah, that's yeah. I, I remember one time I tried to buy one from Zumok, and I think he oh. charges like 30 bucks or something like that. That's not bad. Which is more than what I charge. But yeah. He wouldn't do it. He'd fucking declined oh. it. He said, fuck you. I was like, you asshole. What are you doing? You know, I uh, I did uh, buy my friend a cameo from Chip Chipperson. And uh, here's the funny part. You know how much it cost? 
$69. Yeah. Fucking home run, Chipperson. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, George Santos, I thought, uh, you know, being on Cameo, he had a limited number of Cameos, and I believe they've all been claimed but uh, he has been expelled from the uh, the House of Representatives. So I'm thinking he's going to be back on Cameo and maybe they'll be cheaper than $200. But uh, that is to, basically we're doing an infomercial for him right now. We're letting right. people we know. We absolutely are. We're falling for it. We are yeah. we're idiots. We're idiots. But uh, George Santos does bring us to this week's uh, Broadcasting Hall of Fame. W-A-T-B. Way back, back into time. Let's find out who are these broadcast histories. And I don't know about you, but I. I'm going to miss George Santos. I feel like we squandered our opportunity in the first four months of this show by not having more George Santos clips, you know, Eric? I agree. I agree. I think we kind of missed something as Randall contributes with maybe I'll buy the minimum of his cameo quote. I am a gay crook. (laughs) So I've got uh, two greatest hits from the era of George Santos. And uh, this is an appearance he made with Kennedy, who a lot of us remember from MTV, but uh, she's uh, had a political show for a while on Fox Business, and I think it was on regular Fox, and pretty sure it's not on anywhere right now, but uh, she has uh, kind of a priceless interaction with George Santos about OnlyFans. Is it true that you have an OnlyFans page and you can peel a banana with your feet? I don't have one and it's, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll indulge you this. I just discovered what OnlyFans was about three weeks ago when it was brought up in a discussion in my office. What do you think? And I was, ve- I was oblivious to the whole concept. <laughs> uh, uh, you just can't tell the truth. All right. So how many times have you seen the movie Catch Me If You Can? Uh, I've never watched the movie. You should watch it. I think you'd really. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, I love the uh, under her breath, like, I just can't tell the truth. And we can hear the delay and the hookup. You can hear her voice echoing. So she knew how to use it. So she said it really softly, followed it up with something loud. There was no no way he was going to hear that. Yeah, that was that was really good, actually. Um, I'm a fan when that happens, when you when you slip one by and the whole world knows it, except the except the one creep. Except the dummy that you're talking to. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard uh, was a little bit more hard-hitting. I believe she was filling in on, uh, I think this was Fox News Sunday. She had uh, some questions, and uh, I remember when this happened. I could not believe that this was his answer. Uh, Let's uh, see what he has to say to Tulsi asking him about uh, his heritage. My heritage is Jewish. I've always identified as Jewish. I was raised a practicing Catholic. I think I've gone through this. Even I've not not being raised a practicing Jew. I've always joked with friends and circles, even with in the campaign. I'd say, guys, I'm Jewish. Remember, I was raised Catholic. So his alibi is literally I'm not exaggerating. It's literally a John Lovitz joke. In his stand-up, <laughs> going back like 10 years, John would say, there's a rumor that I am a Jew. It's not true. I'm Jewish. <laughs> it's literally a wow. John Lovitz punchline. Uh, that's, that's, well, we're going to miss him. Uh, that's that's yeah. too damn bad. Well, he'll probably be on the show next week. <laughs> good, I, good. I mean, uh, look, the, the request will go out. 
And, uh, you know, look, uh, it's just really a matter of whether or not he will say yes, because we've proven that we don't say no to anybody who wants to come on the show, Eric. That's exactly. And I think right. you might know where this oh, is no. building. Because this is the moment where the show should be ending. We should be uh, tallying up the Super Chats, taking our cut, giving some to Carl. But I felt like it had been too long, and I wanted us to check in with our buddy, Hackride. So, Hackride is back, and uh, Eric, you can uh, take a look at the video this time around. You'll see it's uh, three and a half minutes. Oh. Sometimes there's seven or eight. So, Hackride, I think, uh, fits into this show really well when he understands the format of the show, that I'm the only one who gets to drag on and, and meander and, and be fucking ponderous, as oh, as the great Casey Kasem would say. Oh. But uh, this uh, will tie into some of the bull talk that uh, Liam was looking for earlier. Hello, everyone. This is Hackride, and I have returned. Yes, I know you all hate me, but I have come back anyway. And yes, this fucking happened. The Ducks lost by three again to Washington again. I just heard you laugh. That is fucking awful. Anyway, I was licking my wounds and I was like, it's okay. Everything will be okay. We get a New Year's Six game. It's going to be amazing. It'll be against, I don't know, Georgia, Missouri, one of these great teams. Let's see who they gave us. Liberty. <laughs> Liberty fucking University. A Bible thumping college that shouldn't have a football team or shouldn't be competing in Division One. The 23rd ranked Liberty. What are we doing? We're the Ducks. This is a, this is an insult. The Fiesta Bowl is an insult. Ah, all right. So I had to Google who the fuck Liberty was, what they're about. This is what I found. Yes, this is their last chancellor. You may recognize the name, Jerry Falwell Jr. He had a bit of an issue. Let's watch. That scandal that has rocked Liberty University. University at the leader. Fulton Giancarlo Granda calls Falwell a predator, saying he engaged in sexual liaisons with Falwell's wife while Falwell watched. But you say from the start they were both involved? He was aware from day one of our relationship, and he, oh, he did in fact yes. watch. All right, that is the president of the school that Oregon Duck is playing football against. <laughs> he just watched his wife have sex with another man. What are we doing? So how would that work? What describe the encounters? And then towards the end of my work shift, she's like, hey, would you want to go back to my hotel room? And as a single 20-year-old, I'm like, yeah, of course. And, and then she's like, but my husband wants to watch. And immediately I thought it was a, a bit strange, and I backed off. And she's like, oh, no, but he, he's not going to do anything. He's just going to sit in the corner, and he just, he just wants to watch, and it's his thing. And she mentioned that they were actually at, the, at a swingers club the night before, and, but it wasn't their thing. They said it was kind of gross because there was too many people. They wanted a more intimate um, session. We yeah. talked for a bit, I relaxed, and then we went upstairs, and Jerry was laying on the bed. He was laying on the bed, he was drunk, and he was giggling. And again, I'm kind of weirded out at this moment, and I said, hey, if at any point you get jealous, or you want me to back off, just... Again, this is the, this is the university they want to put up against the number eight Oregon Ducks, Nike, Nike University. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Uh, let me know. Yes, look at this. He's like, no, no, just, just go for it. I don't want to get too much into, into the details, but um, he, he, he enjoyed watching. Oh, we all know what that means. Yes, he enjoyed watching. Enjoyed yes, watching. that means he finished, most likely. <laughs> anyway, so with this new pertinent piece of information I had, I thought, hey, well, maybe it's not so bad. We just aren't marketing it correctly. So, Fiesta, Oregon. And you weirdos are at Liberty University. Let me introduce you to my marketing plan, yes? 
It is a great one. And I think everyone will ah! like it. Yes, it is. <laughs> the Cucks versus the Ducks. Here we go. Uh, That's right. That's right. The number eight team in the country. <laughs> and then the people that like to sit and watch people bang their wives. Battle on the field. Yes, this will make me happy. I don't think anything can make me happy, honestly. I don't, you know what? I don't think I'm going out on a limb when I'm saying that's the hack ride video that you've enjoyed the most. Yeah, I did. I really thought that was funny. I liked, I liked how he, he did that. And then sorry that I stole the joke or I posted the guy who stole the joke. Uh, but that was fucking great. I loved it. Yeah. And, uh, I, I had no idea that, uh, that was the matchup for the, the ducks. So, uh, I learned that from hack ride and, uh, see, we can inform as well as entertain here on the show. And we hope that that's what we've done over the last 93 minutes. Oh, I know we have, we have killed it. We are absolutely totally I mean, won everybody over. Everybody had, that is chatting loves us. We had an explosion. We had a pregnant broad getting shot. We had another guy who filmed an explosion, making his pregnant wife oh. clean up in the dark. You know, where there's a kiss avatar. We had everything in this show. That's what we've done today. This was and, the breakthrough show is what this was. Well, because this was the first hack ride video you liked. So I think yeah, that that's a real breakthrough for you. Totally taking a victory lab. I This is fantastic. Well, uh, I, I do have it on good authority that uh, Hackride will be joining us live uh, before the end of the year. So uh, you can uh, you can hope that uh, his next video lives up to uh, this level of uh, of enjoyment for you. But we do have to get out of here, don't we, Eric? We got uh, things to do. I've got a, a child unsupervised downstairs uh, for the last uh, two hours. And uh, and no one super chatted anything that should make me go yell the C word in her face. No, no, so. we don't want to do that. We don't. We don't want to do that. Okay. We we had one chat. We had one for nineteen ninety nine, and another one. And I'll get to in a second when you're ready for twenty dollars is what we'll end up. Yeah, twenty dollars is the winner. Uh, I do remember that we had some great super chats today. So I'm personally going to say thank you to everybody who gave those uh, to us. But Eric, if uh, people want more of you, where do they go for that? Um, the best thing to do, you know, a lot of people just want to hear the audio. So wherever you download shows, the Eric Zane Show podcast, you can listen to that. Or you can go to my website, ericzaneshow.com. I'm also on Twitch, Eric Zane Live, all one word, because my show is every day, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern time. If you want to watch it live, that becomes the audio podcast. I've got a Patreon. It's uh, it's all described when you watch the uh, show on Twitch or on the audio podcast. Right. And if you want to do what I do, which is stare longingly into Eric Zane's eyes, you can be back here next Tuesday for this show because yeah, uh, of course he will stare back. And yep. if you want more of me, you can find my personal podcast, the black cast B L A D T C A S T. There's a YouTube channel. There's the audio feed. I'm on X. Hello X world. I'm there at Christian D M Z, but uh, I believe that's all the time we have for now. So let's get our uh, our super chat of the day. Uh, oh, okay. That's right. So I have to say them angrily. Okay. Boy, uh, funeral director really got in on that one by one cent. So uh, kudos. Funeral director gave us a ton of money today, by the way. So thank you. Funeral director might be our David Chandler. So until next time, I'm Christian Blatt saying, remember, every mic is a hot mic. Cut! Fuck!
<laughs> See you next week. <laughs> See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs>